Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Flaming skull floats through the room and a man disappears. A fortune in jewels stolen while Leona watched, yet he could see nothing but the skeleton fingers. Crime is rampant, but there is no clue. Nothing but a flaming skull. Creeps, this is Peter Lorre, back again to open the doors of the Mystery Playhouse. And tonight, we have a guest appearance of our friend, the Shadow, one of the most fascinating characters in the business of crime detection. He's the man who is always getting shot in his invisibility. But in this adventure, the case of the Flaming Skull... The shadow is nearly made permanently invisible by a skeleton. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. <laughs> the shadow, who aids the forces of law and order, is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. Years ago in the Orient, Cranston learned a strange and mysterious secret, the hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama, The Case of the Flaming Skull. A late afternoon thunderstorm breaks over the city. As people run for cover, two men collide as they dash into a small doorway. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's all right. Cranston. Lamont Cranston. Why, it's Steve Crane. Hello, Steve. Lamont, if this isn't the weirdest coincidence... I haven't seen you for ages, Steve. How's the promising young chemist? Lamont, listen. Last I, I heard, you had a swell job doing research for the Guild yes. Labs. Still with them? Yes, Lamont... Married? Yes. Lamont, listen to me. 
You won't believe it, but I was on my way over to see you. Lamont, I'm in a jam. What's the matter, Steve? I've been walking around all day. I've been going out of my mind. Then I remembered that you used to study occult science and all that, and... What kind of a jam needs occult scientists? Lamont, please don't laugh at me, but... I'm going to die. <laughs> we all are, sooner or later. But we don't all get special announcements. What? You did? Yes. When? How? It was last night. I... I haven't been sleeping well lately. I've been nervous and high-strung. been working pretty hard in a new thorium synthesis. Yes? About two o'clock this morning, I got up for a drink of water. I went into the bathroom, turned on the faucet, and then... Go on. I saw a flaming skull staring at me. You what? In the darkness, I saw a hideous flaming skull grinning at me, pale and flickering, burning a dull green in the blackness. Yes? It was a terrible shock. I suppose I must have passed out. When I came to, it was gone. But I knew, Lamont. I knew it was a warning. Steve, you're tired, overworked. You can't It was take a presentiment, Lamont. It was a warning. It was a hallucination. Now, pay attention to Uncle Lamont. You want my advice? Yes, of course. All right, here's, uh, here's the address of a friend of mine, Dr. Neil Harrison. He specializes in your kind of case. Too much work and too much imagination. Now, you go see him at once. Then, then you don't think that skull was... My dear Steve, I speak now as an occult specialist. The most horrible presentiment in the world can be dispelled with, with bicarbonate of soda and two weeks in the country. Uh, hello. Is, is this Mr. Cranston? Mm, yes. This is Helen Grant, Steve's wife. Oh, yes, Mrs. Grant. Oh, Mr. Cranston, can you come over to our house right away? Come over to you. Well, what time is it, Mrs. Grant? Almost dawn. I know it's an unusual request, Mr. Cranston. Well, anything wrong? Yes. With Steve? Yes. What's happened? He, he's been kidnapped. Oh, Mr. Cranston, I'm so glad you're here. I've been half out of my mind. No, no, no. Take it easy, Mrs. Grant. Uh, suppose I come in and you tell me all about it. Uh, yes, yes, come in. Uh, please sit down, Mr. Cranston. Oh, thank you. Now, Mrs. Uh, Grant, from the beginning. Well, it, it was about midnight. I'd gone to bed and been asleep for a few hours. And suddenly I woke. I heard a sound, an awful sound. What was it? Well, it, it was a sobbing, crying noise... Seemed to come from Steve's bedroom across the hall. What did you do? Well, I got up and went to the door of my room. I opened it. It was dark in the house. And in the blackness, I saw... I saw... Yes, what? A flaming skull. You were sure of that? Yes. Yes, it was a little distance away. It was coming out of Steve's room, floating in the air. Burned with a green flickering flame. It was ghastly. What did you do? I screamed. Then I faded. When I came to, it was gone. I rushed into Steve's room to tell him, and Steve was gone, too. I see. All his clothes were in his room. Everything. He hadn't packed and left. It, it's obvious he was taken away. Taken by that horrible skull. I, I didn't know what to do. But last I remembered, he'd said something about you being an expert in the occult. Weird things. So I called you. Well, I'm glad you did, Mrs. Grant. But what are we going to do, Mr. Grant? No, no, no. Don't worry. 
we're going to find Steve. How about it, Miss Lane? Is Cranston fooling you with this ghost story? I don't know yet, Commissioner. I want to hear the rest of the story. Well, that's all there is. First, Grant came to me with a story about a flaming skull, then Mrs. Grant. Was it kidnapping Lamont? Well, perhaps. I checked Steve's room. All his clothes were there, his shoes, everything. Well, Most what is important that is. Well, his identification papers were there. Licenses, checkbooks, everything. It doesn't prove much, except that Grant didn't walk out of the house voluntarily. A man might cook up an ingenious plan like this to leave his wife, but uh, he doesn't leave all of his money, papers, and important documents behind. Yeah, that's right. How about the sobbing, crying noise Mrs. Grant heard? Well, I couldn't find anything to account for that. So we're left with exactly this. A guy disappears, and he and his wife tell a crazy yarn about flaming skulls, and we're supposed to believe that said skull kidnapped the man. That explanation will do until a better one comes along, Commissioner. Got a better one? Mm, sure, I got a better one. The obvious one. Grant and his wife cooked up the story to beat the insurance company. He isn't insured. Then he's trying to get publicity for some crazy invention he made. He was a research chemist working for the Guild Labs. He made no invention, and if he did, it would belong to the Guild Company and not to him. I don't believe you or Grant or his wife, and I don't believe in flaming skulls either. You can chew on that for a while. Weston? Yeah, yeah. What? Say that again. Well, I'll be... Okay, okay, coming right over. What is it, Commissioner? You look startled, to say the least. That phone call has just dropped a bomb in my lap, Miss Lane. Now let's have the explosion. Adam Edwards, the broker, has just reported a burglar in his home. $15,000 in cash was stolen. Why, Commissioner, a $15,000 robbery is no explosion. Yeah? Well, maybe you'll get a bang out of this. The dough was stolen by a flaming skull. Mr. Edwards, uh, I'm Commissioner Weston. Oh, yes, pleased to meet you, Commissioner. Uh, this is Lamont Cranston, Miss Margot Lane. How do you do? I brought them along because they happen to be interested in flaming skulls, too. Well, you've seen the operation, Mr. Cranston? Mm, yes. Uh, suppose you let us have the story, Mr. Edwards. Well, it's quite simple and quite frightening. I was awakened this morning about three o'clock by the sound of a body moving about in my study. Uh-huh. It's a well-known fact that I keep large sums of cash in the house... I assumed that some ill-advised burglar was after my money. Why ill-advised? Well, I'm a crack shot, Mr. Cranston. I have a license to keep a revolver in the house. I immediately arose and got the gun and tiptoed toward the study. And then? I opened the door very carefully. And in the darkness, I saw a flaming skull hovering over my desk. While flaming skeleton hands rifled the drawers. Oh, so now a pair of hands are added to the skull. Pretty soon, we'll get the whole skeleton. Now, what did you do, Mr. Edwards? Well, I... <laughs> Had 